Welcome to Raw and Real. I'm Megan Casey Loftus. And I'm Samantha Jenkins. Working in the fashion industry can often seem materialistic and shallow. On Raw and Real, we shut down those stereotypes and dive into the discussion surrounding job opportunities, both creative and business, within the fashion world. There are so many unknown aspects to the fashion industry and the entrepreneurial world that we will uncover through interviewing fashion industry leaders, serial entrepreneurs, and girls just like us. Sam is developing a very cute gallery wall in her room, and I am a huge fan of those, so I can't wait to see hers. Megan has a gallery wall behind her, too. That's really cool, so look at us, we're twins, but. You know, it's really funny when I answer client calls at work, if I forget to like, or don't have time to change my location to a white wall, there's just a naked woman in a Matisse painting behind me. But it's such a vibe, though. Yeah, no. People, honestly, it's a great conversation starter. I'm not sure how much my boss loves it, but <laughs> it's kind of on brand. <laughs> I, was, I was about to say that. I was like, you work for Marc Jacobs. That's totally on brand. Season three, we're kicking it off. I'm in New York. Sam is in Charlotte in her roommate's closet. Sadly, apartment. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so not even a month into living in my new apartment, and I have the most annoying dog above me. And I love dogs, but this one not so much. It barks uh, for an hour every single night, every single night. And Megan and I are like about to record tonight, and I text Megan and I'm like, it just started barking. And so I'm currently in my roommate's closet recording. So. It's one thing or another, I swear. It's a drummer upstairs at my apartment. Sam's got a a neighbor's dog. It's really loud. <laughs> but it's okay. What what other way to start off season three than sitting in a closet? But so so excited. So fashion of you. Okay. Today we're talking everything that's happening in our lives, the highs and lows, as well as current favorites, things that we're loving, accounts that we're loving ideas that we're loving, as well as social media and fashion and the current world that we live in. And we felt like there is obviously so much going on um, in 2020, and it's soon to be 2021, and we felt like social media in general has had a huge impact on people's lives in the past decade as well as 2020. So we just kind of wanted to touch base on it. We want to start off with a high and low that we have had in the past, I don't know, past week, past month. I've had a few highs. So Sam, what's the highs? Tell me. The highs. So the first highs, I voted, which is super important. And I know everyone's talking about it and saying vote, but well, actually, by the time you you listen to this, the election will have happened. So (laughs) yeah, it's Monday night, November 2nd. It's the scary time. So, yeah, I was, I went out and voted. So, that was definitely a high of last week. Another high is I am coming to New York for my birthday in January, which I know that's kind of far away, but you got to look forward to something nowadays. And so, that's what I'm looking forward to. I'm coming to celebrate my birthday with Mallory. We share, um, Birthday's in January, so that'll be super exciting. Um, My apartment is finally coming together. I want to, like, post a cute inspo pic of it once it's, like, all put together, but I don't know if anyone would even be interested in seeing it. But if you are, 
yeah, Sam is developing a very cute gallery wall in her room. And I am a huge fan of those. So I can't wait to see hers. I am. Well, as we're recording right now, we're also simultaneously on Zoom. And Megan has a gallery wall behind her too. That's really cool. So look at us. We're twins. But you know, it's really funny when I answer client calls at work, if I forget to like, or don't have time to change my location to a white wall, there's just a naked woman in a Matisse painting behind me. That's such a vibe though. Yeah, no, people, honestly, it's a great conversation starter. I'm not sure how much my boss loves it, but <laughs> it's kind of on brand. So. It, I was I was about to say that. I was like, you work for Marc Jacobs. That's totally on brand. Like, <laughs> if you worked for some grandma company, then. Yeah. And, oh, well, we talked about Church Home app in episode 18, and I downloaded it, and it's awesome. Um, you know, Megan and I talked about our morning routine a little bit in episode two is, yeah. was it? Yeah. Early and our, you know, they've definitely changed over time because we, we recorded that back in May. Um, and now it's November, which is insane. But what are your highs, Megan? Oh my gosh. So just this week in particular, I've had highs and lows. I will say it's been kind of a stressful two weeks in life and in work. But some of my highs, I got a haircut and I'm obsessed with it. It's super blunt and short now, which I always let my hair grow into that like middle ground because I'm like, oh, maybe I'll grow it out. And then I miss short hair right away. And so I chop it again and I just got it cut actually through Sam and I's friend, Mary Grace. Her, She posted this, one of her friends on her story who had the cutest blunt haircut and so I texted her I was like where does your friend get her haircut in the city and she sent me to Antonio Perito salon and I saw Phil it was literally $45 he cut my hair in like two hours it's like a student salon so I guess it does take a little bit longer than usual but he was so nice it was a great experience all in all and I highly recommend him to anyone in New York um, so I love my haircut. That's always fun. It looks and bomb, by the way. It looks so thank good. Thank you. I feel like a bad bitch. Like, it's so blunt. And, like, when I straightened it this weekend, I was, like, feeling um, elite. Badass. Yeah. <laughs> well, your your hair, like, the texture of your hair and just you in general can pull that off. Like, my hair is so thick. Well, it used to be thick. But it's just so poofy. I don't know if I could pull it off. Like, I've always wanted to cut it that short. I feel like right after you got your, is it called a Brazilian treatment? Yes. Brazilian blowout, guys. It's amazing. If anyone yeah. has poofy hair, like yeah. do it. When, whenever Sam gets that in New York, I feel like that's when you could get it cut short. But I know what you're saying. Your texture is a little bit like more voluminous. And so it would be more maintenance, I feel like. Other highs this weekend was we only had one sunny day. I am such a person that relies on the weather to be like my best self and it was only sunny on Saturday it's been raining so much in New York and it's so cold already um but Saturday I went to the Brooklyn Museum and saw this really awesome feminist exhibit with stuff by Judy Chicago which was cool we went to Tom's Diner which is my one of my favorites in Prospect Heights and yeah a little note on the weather though I've been reading so much that you're supposed to, well, I always take D, vitamin D3, 
but apparently it's great for seasonal depression and for immunity. So given the current circumstances, be sure to take your D3. That's a tip from my nurse mom, Karen. It is. Like when I, I mean, I lived in New York for five years and I went to a doctor one time in the winter too. And I was like, I just, I just wake up and like want the sun every morning and it's so dark and gross and raining out. And they were like, take vitamin D, like it will help. Um, And I mean, it did. I think. Other highs, I like Sam, have given myself something to look forward to. I'm going home for most of the month of December to spend the holidays with my family and just kind of have more space and relax by the lake and just be at home. So that'll be really nice. We have a combined low that is pretty funny. Um, So I didn't write it on here, Megan, but you're just talking about it. So back in July, Megan and I both got our ears pierced at this tattoo shop in Brooklyn. We talked about it on this podcast. About going? Yeah. Yes. It was our, it was our like long bike ride that we thought would be so fun. And it turned out to be not fun. I was sweating down my back. I had to date. It was just rough. Anyways, so we got this $80 earring, guys. 80 dollar earring and like I mean that's kind of a lot for one ear ear piercing it wasn't even on both sides of her ear she got it in her cartilage and I got mine like in the middle of my ear so like basically on the cartilage we got the same earring super cute we were both like in love with it and we get on zoom right before this and Megan's like so I'm having really bad issues with my earring and I'm like what do you mean like I am too like my ear is still infected to this day and we got it back in July and it's currently November. Um, like my earrings basically intruding into my ear hole. So it's not going well. And (laughs) that sounded really bad. And Megan pulls up this picture and she goes, yeah, Maddie, shout out to Maddie, had to pop the blister on the back of her ear and she shows me it and it's this massive red blister. And she goes, yeah, so when you come to New York next weekend, or I'm coming in two weekends, she's like, I'm taking you to the dermatologist with me, and I'm getting it looked at. I've already gone to the dermatologist once for this stupid earring, and she had to inject my ear with steroids. Um, Then she suggested I take it. She's like, I can't even tell this story. Then, this is how this is how frugal we are. We just won't take the effing earring out. I mean, seriously, everyone in my life is like, just take it out. Like, forget about it. It doesn't add that much value. And I'm like, but I spent $80. I don't know. What do you Basically, guys think? I'm leaving it in. I don't care what you guys think. Wait, I thought we were going to the dermatologist for her to take it out. I don't know. I don't know. I like have to go to the ear pla- earring place because it's that screw-on thing. Oh, well, anyway, she's dragging me with her at yeah. 8.30 in the morning on a Friday when I'm there, and maybe I'll document it, and I'll let you guys see. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Anyways, yeah, great. So, so that's our combined low. Yeah. What's your, what are your other lows, Sam? Well, I think, I think I have the same low all the time. I just miss New York and my friends, but – um, I mean, I guess this is another high. Mary Grace came to Charlotte for weddings. So I got to see her last night. We got dinner and drinks and 
I I was just telling her, I was like, it makes me happy though to like see all of my friends still together, you know? Like I'm like, I miss being there, but at the same time, it's so cool that my friends from college and then my friends from post-college are like all friends. And so I'm just super excited to come up and see everyone. And yeah, other than that, honestly, like I was talking to who was it? Someone the other day. Um, don't want to say any names, but I, you know, they were just saying how they didn't really know the direction. They didn't know the direction their life was going and just felt like everything was all over the place. And I was like, I don't know if you need to hear this, but I felt that way like three months ago. And my life is starting to feel, I just finally feel, um, normal. And like, I'm going in the direction that I'm supposed to be headed. And, um, like I have a place to live. I have a job that I really genuinely enjoy. I love like going to work every day and I've never fully been able to say that before. And so I, you know, I guess if anyone's out there like feeling just lost or feeling like they're not where they're supposed to be at right now in life, like it gets better. And like, that's part of the journey. You're supposed to, you know, you're supposed to feel those lows to like, then get to that high. It's just interesting to see like life's journey, you know? Yeah. Well, I can speak to all of your post-college friends and your college friends that we miss you in New York. But as you guys have mentioned or heard us mention throughout this episode already, our friend Mary Grace, you guys should follow her on Instagram. She has the best, like, I feel like she eats out all the time and has good recommendations for New York restaurants and boutiques and stuff. And obviously, I even got my hair cut through her. So follow her for some good connections. Little She's so cute. Mary Grace last night, we were at this restaurant and we're looking at the drink menu and she asked the waiter, she's like, which drink has a cute glass? And I laughed. I was like, you don't even like you get the drink for the glass because it was all about the aesthetic. And I was like, I love you. This is why I love you. It's shameless. No, in the best way, but we'll tag her Instagram in the show notes because she is the cutest. Um, Yes. Okay, my lows here in New York. I have, which this kind of transitions us into the episode a little bit. Maybe we can end with favorites, but I have just been in a two-week rut of like fully comparing my life to other people's on social media in terms of... I have like such a woe is me look outlook on life right now and I'm trying to get out of it and it kind of comes twofold because part of me is like even on my worst day like it is such a good day when I look at the nuts and bolts of it right but I look I like love watching vlogs on YouTube and I watch these girls who live in like LA or even in New York that like maybe their work from home life seems better than mine or in LA like It seems so much easier to jump into your car and drive to the grocery store than to go to Trader Joe's at 8 p.m. when it's 30 degrees and raining in New York and you have to walk there and then walk home, like stuff like that, you know? I've just been in a bad headspace with that. And I just think part of my low comes from like this comparison on social media and like seeing those things and having to constantly remind myself that my life is amazing as it is even on like my worst days, you know, but it's just been a weird two weeks with that. Cause I'm not normally someone that falls into that trap, I guess, you know? Yeah. And I think that's why we want to dive into social media because it's, it creates such a perception of, you know, people's lives that isn't 
exactly always true. And it's like, I wouldn't even know that about you. Just, I mean, I feel like you're not one to post on social media all the time, but if I was just someone following you, like I would think I would probably be looking at your life. Like, Oh my God, she has the coolest life. Like I would never know that you're feeling in that rut. And so it's like, when you look at other people's lives on Instagram, like odds are they're probably feeling somewhat of that same way because no one's real anymore like no one just like says what you just said Megan like about how you're feeling and at least at times like that's why you do have to remind yourself that social media is people's highlight reel because even for myself like last week was one of the hardest weeks that I've had in like my adult life I would say between like stuff going on at work and just like family relationships relationships here in New York be it friends or whomever and I'm not going to put that on my Instagram for girls that like really look up to me that might message me about raw and real stuff. But like, why don't I at the same time? Exactly. That's like when you connect with people the most when you're just real. And I think like, that's what we're lacking a lot of, especially right now where we've been in quarantine for months on end and we don't have the same social interaction or going out like we used to. And a lot of people are like in a rut, honestly, at the end of the day, like a lot of people are just feeling like, never before because we've been going through something and a lot of people have lost jobs and like had life midlife crisis like me moving away from from somewhere I never thought I'd move away from so I think right now if anything it's just good to be open and honest I agree and I think a lot of it just how I've been feeling the past two weeks has also just been like heightened anxiety with the election and just still the pandemic like It feels like there's no end to any of it. Like, even if the election goes one way and, like, everyone's happy with the results or whatever, it's, like, it still feels like, oh, my God, I live in New York City. Is something scary going to happen after that? I don't know about you, but I'm excited for 2021. Yeah, same. I think something else we could talk about with social media, just because comparison is so, like, everyone deals with it, but I feel like a lot recently in 2020 has been about like cancel culture versus accountability culture and things like that and just like the difference between the two and basically I think I mean Sam jump in if you feel this isn't an accurate definition but cancel culture a lot of times is like when an influencer or a brand does something or fails to like hold themselves accountable to an action and just sweeps it under the rug and tries to move on or like thinks they can get away with it and then they get called out on it. Yeah. Versus accountability culture where if they get called out on it, which hopefully people just like don't do these sorts of things like steal from younger designers or um, I don't know, like have an opinion that seems super hypocritical to what the brand stands for or something. But accountability culture like is the idea and hope that people and that brand will start to act and change and apologize and like go from there sort of thing. Yeah. And like publicly apologize, um, which I think is huge, especially with social media. It's like, if you're in the public eye, um, it's almost like you have, you need to be accountable for your actions publicly as well. No, totally. And I think I'm just happy that I'm personally not a fan of cancel culture. I think like it's detrimental to other people's mental health as well. Like influencers, I'm not, Sam knows this about me. I'm not an influencer girl. It's like not my vibe. I don't like to follow them. However, 
they're people too. (laughs) Exactly. And people go hard on them sometimes. And it's like, at the end of the day, they can say whatever they want to say, but I'm sure they read the comments. Like, how can you not? You're just a human. Sam's walking around her apartment while recording. (laughs) The dog stopped barking, everyone. Mary Grace and I were actually talking about this at dinner last night about how some people are just so mean towards influencers. I feel like influencers in specific on social media. A lot of people are just behind a screen and just forget that they're literally just us and they're just trying to live their life as well. And at the end of the day, it's like, what are you bringing to the table by like bashing on someone? Like, how is that going to help you in any way? I know what you're saying, though. And I just feel in this world that we're living in with everyone understanding each other's heightened anxiety, the lap, like the absolute least thing you can do for someone is just to be nice. And if you're not going to be nice, just don't say anything like and holding someone accountable for stealing from a different designer or failing to post on a controversial issue is a different story. But just hate comments and trolls on the internet can just stay in 2020 because I am not here for the energy. And I don't know, it's just like the little things in life, the nice things right now when you're wearing a mask and you can't see people smile go so far. Yeah. Like that sounds so stupid, but someone held the door open for me yesterday when I had like two bags of groceries and I was like, thank you. Like that was so nice. (laughs) And that seems so little, but people like, I think most places, but New York, it's a a bad rap a little bit. Things like that don't go unnoticed. And I just hope that more people can start to do little acts of kindness in hopes that it just brings everyone more together. I think what gets me the most on this subject is also the whole idea of like, we're in a day and age now where we, you know, we need to be nice and we need to support each other. And everyone's like on that page, quote unquote, you know, nice on social media, but it's honestly very far from that. And I think that's what gets me the most is like, is everyone just fake? Like, Is everyone just trying to say that they're going to be nice and then goes around and just like tears on other people? I listened to the Skinny Confidential episode with Songs of Style on it recently. And again, I don't follow her. I don't even know her name. I know her handle. However, her interview with them was so good. And she talked about being one of the first like new age influencers and just breaking into that circle as of white women and how like the OG influencers treated her versus how they treat her now. And it was really interesting. So I suggest you guys go listen to that. We'll um, link that as well. But it was an amazing interview and I applaud her because she really had to kind of break down some, some glass ceilings for herself. One more thing on social media, because we just kind of shit on it for 10 minutes there is so many good things of social media I feel like and me personally one of the best things that has come out of my Instagram and just being active on Instagram is literally friendships like I have made so many friends with people that I don't know never knew might not ever meet in person I don't know and a lot of it has come through raw and real actually like some of the younger girls that listen to this podcast will FaceTime me if I like give them my number and we talk about business stuff. And it just means the world to me. 
And I'm so excited to keep seeing where the podcast goes and like keep meeting people through it. And even just through interviewing people, like I've come become much closer with people in my life that maybe I met at a one-off time, but then we reconnect for this purpose. And without social media, those friendships and relationships couldn't be possible. So that is pretty cool. Sam, who are some of your favorite accounts to follow? Well, I have to give a shout out to Bridget for Pidge Designs. Uh, and I'm not just saying that because because um, she's awesome. It sh- truly, like, she comes up with the m- most amazing graphic design illustrations. It's Pidge, P-I-D-G-E dot designs. And um, she creates them all herself. And literally, I think my background on my phone has been her design for, like, the past like four months. I keep changing it out whenever she puts a new one out. I always tell her, I'm like, oh, I just like put your new design on my phone. Another fun account to follow is Parade. And I followed them back when they only had maybe a couple thousand followers and they've grown so fast. And their content's just honestly awesome. Every day I feel like I go on Instagram and they just have something really entertaining and I'm here for it. That's Parade, the underwear company Parade. Someone that I've always loved and I've loved recently to follow because now I work for an interior design firm is Kelly Wurstler. Um, I think she's literally a goddess. <laughs> um, she's just amazing. Like she's so talented and I know that's interior design, but I do think fashion and interior design go hand in hand. I feel like her style is also amazing. And I've gotten inspiration just from what she wears as well. So I follow her. What about you, Megan? What are some of your favorites? I've kind of done a cleanse recently. One of my all-time favorites as of late is Dom Roberts. I mentioned her on our mini episode about the fashion industry and the Black Lives Matter movement. Dom puts out a lot of informational graphics, similar style to Pidge Designs, um, but very focused on action plans. And then I also love, so as you guys know, I'm an avid journaler and two accounts that I pull a lot of my journal prompts from have recently, I've just taken more time in like following all aspects of their Instagram. So my two favorites are Wellness with Soph, And what the health and wellness with soap is by Sophia Rose. She lives in LA. She's such a free spirit. Similar to what Sam was saying about parade. I followed soap since like October of last year. And she used to get like a hundred likes or so on. I don't even know how I found her. I think through Kit Keenan maybe. I'm not sure. But she used to get like a hundred or so likes on her like baking recipes and stuff. And now she has almost like 40K followers in a year. Like she just blew up and I adore her. She is so fun to follow. We are so different in the best way possible and it is so refreshing to see someone that's my age and she talks very openly about her struggles and is just really authentic online. So I love Wellness with Soph. And then the other one I mentioned for journal prompts, What the Health. She lives in Toronto. Her name is Sasha Fulgas, I think is how you say it. And I posted her on her Instagram a few days ago. She has great prompts. She posts on Sunday night for the week ahead. Other favorites, Sam, what do you got? Okay, so current favorites for me. Right now, my favorite song would have to be Motive by Ariana Grande, her new album that just came out. 
What do you guys think about it? I'm curious what people's thoughts are. I also am listening to the song Bitter by Fletcher all the time, like every day. So that's definitely a hit. I'm just into songs right now that like get me in a good vibe. Like I, for a while during quarantine, I feel like I was in, I mean, we're still in quarantine, but at the beginning of quarantine, I feel like I was into like really slow and like sad songs and like now I'm just in a I just want a song that I could like dance to in a bar or a club favorite jewelry item that I have are definitely my snake earrings they're like these cute little studs and they're gold and the eyes of the snake are like a green like a dark emerald green and I'm obsessed with them I got them from this small jewelry shop in the east village which we have to go to Megan I have a funny story about that. So Sam introduced me to the jewelry shop like a year ago, probably. And I get all of my stuff from there. And everyone that I know in New York refers to him as my jewelry man. Like, oh, we have to go to Megan's jewelry store. And I'm like, no, guys, it's Sam's. Because I refer to it as Sam's jewelry man. But everyone's like, no, Megan, it's yours. That's so funny. And the funny thing is I don't even know the name of it. No, he doesn't put the branding on anything. He doesn't. And I'm like, dude, you could you could blow up, but okay, sure. Don't put anything. Like when you walk past the store, it there's not even a name on the outside of the store. It it's looks next to the Buffalo Exchange and East Village on 13th. Yeah. And so it's definitely, and it's really well-priced and he hand makes everything. It's great. You got to check it out. We will definitely post some content of it when we go in two weeks when I'm there. So that'll be exciting. My favorite clothing piece right now. So it's, it's also gotten colder here in Charlotte. And so I took my vintage leather pants out of my closet. They're thrifted from Brooklyn I honestly forget the store I thrifted them from. For a while, I like wasn't really into them because they were honestly too baggy for my liking, but now I'm just into it again. My favorite emoji, (laughs) so random, but I just had to throw that in there, is the cowboy emoji. I'm so obsessed with it. Anyone who texts me a lot just knows I am because I use it all the time. I just think it's so cute. Like, I don't know. It is. It he's vibing. He is a vibe, guys. He is 2021 vibe. So okay, I'll copy some of your categories. So favorite song right now is called Water Me Down by Vagabond. Yeah. I don't know how to say her name. She's super good. She's on my fall 2020 playlist. Um, which I'm that's all I listen to right now. Favorite jewelry, like we said, we love our guy in the East Village. But I've been getting back into Lily Clasp. It's an online jewelry store that I used to shop at all the time in college. I love Lily Clasp. I used to only wear their stuff. And then when I moved here, I started getting my jewelry from that guy. (laughs) And then I recently... (laughs) We need to find out his name. If only he knew. If only. He's so quiet, you guys. He would be so embarrassed. He would be so embarrassed. He doesn't say, he doesn't even speak when we go up to pay. But Lily Clasp is one of my favorite online stores for jewelry. And I recently just like rediscovered them. And I really want to get some new pieces. What's your favorite piece of jewelry? Like if you had to choose between like necklace or earring or bracelet, what is your go-to? Like category? Yeah. This is interesting. I feel like people can relate to me on this. I 
have the best necklaces. Like I love layering my necklaces. I have a great selection. I always have like four on at a time. However, I wish that my ring collection was just like amazing and that I was the girl that had like 10 rings on each hand at all times. It's just hard to find a ring that like fits perfectly. Yes. And it's hard to find like within certain price points that you can buy like a curated hand at once. (laughs) Favorite drink similar to Sam. Um, I'm still drink. I drink peppermint tea like every single night. I have horrible stomach problems. I swear I like can't eat out anymore. And peppermint tea just like makes my stomach not hurt at night, which is great. Um, What else did you do? Oh, favorite clothing. Mm -hmm. I don't really have like an amazing piece that I'm obsessed with right now, but my next purchase, I want it to be um, one of the Juliet Johnstone either like fleeces or cargo pants or baby tees. You guys have to look her up. She used to be an Outdoor Voices model. And she started doing like art on garments now that are washable. And it's so beautiful. And they're all like unique and one of a kind. And I just really like her. So I would love to buy one of her pieces and support a small business. Oh, last fun fact. I wore my Uggs for the first time this season today. I feel like a lot of people have been taking them out this week. I have the mini, mini Uggs and everyone in my life makes fun of me, but I love them so much. My friend Cassie actually snapped me today or in a group message and she was like, is it too early to like take the Uggs out? And we were like, no. We are so excited for season three. We have so many interviews happening when Sam comes next weekend and we're going to have tons of new content. It's going to be great. And together, which has been missing. Yes. I'm so excited. Thanks for listening to this episode. To keep up with what's happening on our podcast, follow Raw and Real NYC on Instagram. We post inspo and love showing you what's going on in our lives. Till next time, keep it real.